We are a spark that will light the fire, that will burn the first order down. Darkness rises in light to meet it. I know one truth. It's time for the Jedi to end. This is not going to go the way you think. The greatest teacher of failure is... Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan. Welcome to the Nerd and Me podcast. Jonathan, what are we doing today? Today we are discussing Star Wars Episode, what, 8? The Last Jedi. Of course, there will be spoiler alerts. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Spoiler alerts. If you haven't seen the movie, press pause, watch the movie, come back and have a listen. Well, that, there you go. All right. Hey. <laughs> All right. How many times have you seen this movie so far? Uh, I've seen it twice. Oh, and can I just say one more thing before we get into this? Yeah. Uh, as you know, I'm getting over an illness, so if a call for two escapes, I apologize. Okay. Thanks. But yes, you're welcome. I've seen it twice. How about yourself? I saw it twice. I saw it. My second was uh, a couple hours ago, actually. I just got in movie theaters, watched it early morning. So it's fresh. Yeah, I saw it this morning too. Um, I guess it was uh, ten o'clock my time. Uh, okay. And I saw it Thursday evening at eight thirty. So, uh, yeah, I saw it twice in the past four days. And I have to tell you, uh, Alan, I um, you know, probably mostly because of the illness, but I really had to force myself to go this morning uh, because <laughs> I really and I said to my podcast about this. Go see it one more time. There you go. What a, what a guy. Yes. Do it for the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's see. Uh, what were your initial reactions the first time watching it? Uh, the first time watching it, you know, boy, I was so hyped for this movie. Man. I think, you know, you and I have been talking about this movie for months, if not at least the whole past year. Right. Um, just couldn't wait to get some of the answers to some of the mysteries of the Force Awakens, and or or just to see how they grow, how Rey grows into her powers, and how Luke trains her, and all this wonderful stuff. So, I would have to say my first reaction, the very first opening scenes, I loved what they were doing—the evacuation of the planet. Right. Uh, um, they had me until the uh, the first joke. And then I said to myself, I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> when he said, when Poe Dameron is trying to uh, stall. Right. And he, he contacts uh, the general. And he's, first of all, I don't know if anybody caught it, but he was saying General Hugs, like H-U-G-S. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, he was saying General Hugs. At least to me, that's what it sounded like. Okay. Um. Because he was, you know, the general said, it's General Hux, and, you know, tell him blah, 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 blah. And then Poe was acting like he couldn't hear them. The first time they did that little snippet, which was the first big joke, I was like, oh, I really was like, I do have a bad feeling about this. Because <laughs> it was such, like, the moment, it took me right out of this serious moment. You know, they're evacuating the planet. They got a dreadnought coming. I mean, this whole big, they set up this perilous situation, and then... They drop the, and they make General Hux look like a joke. I mean, right. Uh, I want to get into. We'll get into the whole characterization of, of everybody, you know, later on. But I was just like, what is happening here? 
And, yeah, uh, the, the the tone, you know, because we both uh, recently watched The Force Awakens. Yes. And, you know, if you just took maybe the, like, the last, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes of the ending of The Force Awakens, they do set a tone, you know. It was this big reveal that they found out where Luke is, and they finally find him. And even the, you know, the very, very even last scene was, it was, it was a pretty dramatic scene. And then this movie, The Last Jedi, it supposedly takes place like immediate right, right after, you know, The Force Awakens. And yeah, you're right. The, the tone. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I kind of giggled at first, but it, it was one of those jokes where, okay, I think you, you told a joke a little too long. And it kind of reminded me what Disney would, did with Thor, you know, Thor recently. I know there's not a Thor podcast, but, <laughs> but that whole. D- Disney-fied it, you know, of of the jokes. It almost it it took me out of it a little bit, where I was trying to get into it, of of going back to the Star Wars universe. Yeah, I I think, I mean, people people can say, you know, well, Poe did that funny joke in the beginning of Force Awakens when Kylo Ren goes. Who talks first? Do I talk first? No. Oh, well, that's true. And, but yeah, I didn't think I about think, that. Well, that worked for me. That works better because a we don't know who Poe is at this point in the game with Force Awakens, so that gives you a little insight into his into his character. And it wasn't so much that Poe did it in this one; it's the response is that they, it, it made Hux look like an idiot. You know, they, 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 sure, they, they, you're they, right. they did the exchange like two or three times, and the one commander that's with Hux says to him he's like sir they're stalling for time how does Hux not know that you know I mean it's just, right, it's right. just so I don't know it, it was just so it's like I said it took me out of it I, I you know I don't know how I, you know we, we've been texting about this since Thursday and you know everyone's asked me how did, how did you feel did you like it did you like it I, honestly I, I did the second showing to see if it would change how I felt about it I wasn't happy when I came out of it the first time. Okay. I can't say I liked it, but I can't say I didn't like it. I'm so confused on Sunday, the Sunday after it came out, about where I am with this movie. Your feelings are conflicted. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They betray me, right? Um, They have betrayed you. Well, I, I, I just feel like... I don't know. I mean, let's... Because I'm like going to rant, so why don't, why don't we why don't we like have questions or something so we can kind of guide what's happening? Okay, so so that's the yeah I agree with you that opening scene, it took me out of it. I I chuckled the first time and I I kind of like the second time I knew it was coming, so it definitely wasn't as funny. However, the next scene, I would say to myself, this battle scene is pretty cool. I right, I guys, if I had to think about like all the Star Wars battles, this was pretty this was pretty interesting, wouldn't you say? Are you talking about the bombing of the Dreadnought? Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Well, here's the thing. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, you're, all right, you're saying it's one of the cooler battles in Star Wars. Yes. Here's my opposite to that. It was one of, okay. it was one of the most unnecessary battles of Star Wars. And, and, right. and General Leia lays it out there. And as the movie progresses, you know, at, at one point you find out there's only 400 rebels left at that group. Right. 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 Well, they could. How many? How many pilots and bombers did they lose on that run? Was taken. Out, oh, it was. It was like seventy-five percent. Right. Was was done. Was yeah. taking out that dreadnought that big a deal? And who right. is Poe to turn off General Leia? Right. I mean, the like I, 
I, I kind of like Poe, but he's kind of a dick in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> every you think of every decision Poe makes in this movie is wrong. It's wrong. Well, he's not the only one. <laughs> he's made every wrong every decision he makes in this movie is wrong, except the part where he says "follow the crystal walls" or whatever. Yeah, you know, right. and that's where Leia goes. Well, yeah, don't listen. You know, what are you looking at me for? Follow him. She's saying, "No, he finally said something right." <laughs> but it was a cool scene. Let's say it was a cool scene. <laughs> it was a cool scene. Uh, no, right. I, got I you. mean, look. Um, but here's the thing, too. Right. You have Rose's sister make a sacrifice. I felt right. so. Look, either my feel, my emotions and feelings and empathy are dying as I get older. Or these characters aren't being fleshed out <laughs> enough for me to care. I didn't care. Well, First of all, Rose's sister, get up and climb up the ladder. Stop kicking. Well, she fell on her back. She felt like, you know, 20 There's feet. There's nothing that made us think that she hurt her back. I understand. She was kicking pretty hard, right. too. You know, I think you're, you're touching upon a point. I, I think that's, that's kind of bothering both of us, is that we're in our second movie now, and we still don't really understand these characters. You know, with with Finn, Poe, and you know, Ray is the exception, I think. But um, I think that they're trying to say that we should know these characters only because they are characters very similar to Han, Luke, and like you know, right. Poe is is kind of like a, a, an amalgam of Han and Luke, kind of right. Which I'm yeah. a pilot, but more but more Han and Ray's the Luke character, and Finn is who's left. No, but see, this is the thing. Uh, Ray, Finn, and Poe, yeah. Um, with Poe, I loved Poe in, in, in Force Week. Now, he had a very small part. Apparently, he was supposed to die, but they loved um, what I, Oscar Isaac does with the character, so they kept him alive. But I loved it, man. That one scene when, when he's saving everybody on that planet with Maz Kanata, when he's, you yeah. know, where, he, where it's like a long shot of him flying around and shooting. And I'm like, that's a great... That tells yeah. you who Poe is and what kind of fighter he is, what kind of... Um, person he is. Uh, that's one of the scenes that shows you that. I just think what they gave him to do this movie was he was like like a poor leader. Like, Leia says it. Like, this is the thing. They know what's wrong because they point it out to us. <laughs> Leia says, he goes, there were heroes that died today. She goes, yeah, but, but no, no leaders. leaders. And she yeah. looked at the guy that led the, the, the mission. Come on. Right. Listen to the general. She's, she knows things. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> All right. So then... Uh, yeah, buck they, up, they Alan, because find... we're in the first 10 minutes of this movie. <laughs> it doesn't get better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next they go on and fly off and they, and they go through hyperspace, which I think is still cool and how they're giving that perspective of going through light speed. Right. And then, uh, boom, the Star Destroyers pop up out of nowhere, right? Mm -hmm. And they, they start nailing them left and right. And... Uh, this is where I think I didn't quite understand what the original plan was because they did say that well if we jump again they're just going to find us and if we do jump again then then our fuel's dead right so let's just sit here correct well they were going to sit there they were going to well they did well the they said that they're always they going to be out of kind of out of range of them right right but, but what's stopping the first off. order. But, but but what's stopping the first order by saying, "Well, we're just gonna just speed up and, and blow you up"? Well, I think if you go to the assumption because those ships are those ships are bigger, um, oh, you know, they're moving. You the yeah, they're smaller and quicker. Yeah, if they're going, you're, you're going to the assumption that they're going at max speed. That's not you know hyperspace. They're going at max speed, and the cruise is going at max speed, and is able to keep distance enough that their weapons 
won't really affect the ship or their shield too much. Huh. And they can only do that for so long. Right. right. Um, it, it, to me, it looked like they could have really taken them, them out way sooner than that. Well, I mean, they were just slowly pelting, pelting them from a distance. Well, like, pew! Yeah. You know, just I, like one torpedo at a time. It was, and, yeah. Well, it was to create the tension. Now, here's my thing. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Number two, go. <laughs> so, as you see later in the film, Rose and Finn hyperspace off to another planet, right? Well, why couldn't the rest of the crew do that? Or what, well, because they'd be followed, I guess. Um, but then why couldn't a small party take a, one of those smaller hyperspace crafts and go to that planet and send a distress signal while they were running away? Right. Yes. No, hey, I agree with you. I, did, I couldn't understand what was the point of Haldo not... Talking of Poe, or, or get, uh, Paul, at least everyone else Paul understands. Says, say, tell me what. Tell me you have a plan. He says that. To right. Her. You're right. And she does it. Yes. And then they start stumbling each other. <laughs> this is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. Man. Yeah. Just, <laughs> that that whole part there was that that felt weak to me. You know, uh, the, the reasonings and why they were doing things. I mean, I mean, I, obviously the movie would have ended right then and there. Uh, you know, you would reduce this movie by an hour yeah, if was, you yeah. took all the. Yeah, it was the whole, the whole thing of what what Finn and Rose did was was pointless. It was, it was absolutely pointless. It was unnecessary. It was written to give Finn right. something to do. They had nothing for Finn to do. Right. And they wrote that because it didn't even pay off in the end because they got right. It was just the look. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, wait, wait, let's go back. All right, so they hyperspace, and they're getting slowest chase in the history of space chases. <laughs> to me, that's what it looked like. It really was. You know, yeah, I, it didn't make any sense as to why they were – I mean, it almost seems like they were just kind of toying with them. Right. I mean, if that's what their intent was, okay, that's fine. You know, but they just really made it seem like there was no sense of urgency of really just taking them all out, right. you know. Yeah, yeah. And so anyway, so <laughs> so even when we see Finn, this is, you know, I, I give a pass to The Force Awakens, like we said in our other podcast, that it was okay for them to mirror A New Hope because we talked about having Harrison Ford, I mean, you know, Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher come back, it almost allowed it to happen. I, I I don't I don't want to give them a pass this time around because they I think they they've drawn us in already, and didn't you feel that there are too many similarities, way too many similarities in this movie? Like again, they're not throwing. I, it came to the point where I was thinking, oh my gosh, as much as I did not like episode one, two, and three, but Lucas was trying to throw something original out there, and and these last two new movies, they're not throwing anything original. Look, we see Finn coming out of a walking back to tank. I mean, this is basically what happened to Luke, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was it was so. Again, it had a little comical scene, and I see him, and that's the first thought that comes to mind is, I'm watching this movie in the back of my head. I'm saying, oh, that's Empire. Oh, that's Jedi. Oh, that's A New Hope. You know, that's what I kept hearing in the back of my head, right? Because it was, again, I don't want to give them them a pass the second time around. Well, because we there, there's a theory out there called. Um, the, I think it's called The Circle and it's about how the, all the movies mirror each other and I mean there are people that are put together shot for shots and 
And they look upon it as like a, that's like a planned thing. And that's like the genius of the movies. Uh, I don't know. It, I don't know the theory. With episode one, two, and three? Yeah, one, two, two three, four, well? five, and six. Yeah. Oh, no. And, and, then, okay. and then, you know, with Force Awakens, they started, you know, figuring that out. If you want, look it up. I I read it. I can't, you know, I want to go in here. I don't know whether I agree with it or not. I don't know if I do agree with it, if I think it's genius. Um, but I don't mind that it mirrored. I mean, it, it mirrored to me. I saw a lot more G- Return of the Jedi in this movie. Oh, right, yes. Empire. Yeah. Um, so that didn't bother me. I mean, if it's done good, if it's written well, I, I don't think it, 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 it would bother anybody. But, and look, you know me. I don't nitpick movies. I don't sit around. I liked Justice League. You know, and I'm not saying I hated this movie. I just think, you know, I just think it could have been better. It's like being a, knowing you could be an A student, but getting the C just to get by. You're right. Okay, and that's what I, I think you. this movie did. I think, and I don't, the thing that's killing me is the critics are loving it. Um, my last check on Rotten Tomatoes, it was like a 94% critic rating and a 56% uh, uh, viewer, viewer rating. Which is a pretty right. big difference. Yeah, um, yeah. Usually, you see that in crappy movies like Suicide Squad got like a whatever, like a I don't know the real numbers, but a really low critic rating, but a bit higher viewer rating. Like you'll see it the opposite way with a bad movie where the critics are low. And yeah. Then, but here, I don't. This is really a divisive movie. I've been I've been watching videos on YouTube, like all these different YouTube channels, and they all do their reviews and. People are loving it. People are hating it. I don't love or hate it. I just don't. I don't understand how this is a Star Wars movie. You know. <laughs> well, my my thought of this, and the second viewing helped me. So when I, the first time I saw it, I, I I would if I had to give it a grade, I'd probably give it maybe a six. You know, that was the first number that came to my head, only because I, I walked away with more questions from the movie and a lot of questions still unanswered that was still kind of annoying and maybe i had higher expectations because the whole the whole entire time watching the movie i'm waiting for particular beats to come up particular things i've been wanting since the last movie okay who was who are raised parents i mean that's one you know and it just seemed like they were just slowly pulling that out and the payoff was really weak you know it didn't have the same kind of punch as i was expecting um so there's a part of me of maybe having having watched these movies, you know, originally in the theaters, the original three, you know, I think I have a different perspective of, of what I want. I want that continuation of A New Hope, Empire, Return of the Jedi, and so on and so forth. I want that connection of the original characters. Like, to see Luke on screen, amazing. To actually see him walk and talk and, and live in this universe again, it felt good. You know, like when I saw Yoda, to me, it felt like I've been, I'm missing this. Like even when Luke's talking, I'm getting ahead of myself, but with Luke and Yoda talking, I felt that that nice feeling of, you know, when you're reminiscing right, something right. It, that, that had that feeling to me. And then it would suddenly pull out into the, the new kind of movie, the, the new direction it's taking. Right. And I think that's where I was, I was conflicted. So the second time I was watching it, I watched it in the sense of, Okay, this movie was not written for the kid in me. This movie is now written for, like, the newer kids. Right. And when I looked at it from that point of view, 
I gave it a, a way higher rating than I initially did. I'm not saying it's a, a 10 or a 9. I'd probably give it like a 7.5 still. Right. Only because what we talked about. But I think, th- th- like, giving, like, a movie review, it- it's hard not to not to be emotional about it. Because what I'm hearing from you is, man, there's a lot of emotion going on. And, 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 but there are just a lot of stupid things in this movie, too. Right. And, and I think this is where I'm, I'm really, I'm so torn with this. Really, really torn. Because the more I, I'm annoyed, the more I feel I need to nitpick it. But I shouldn't nitpick it. You know, because there are a lot of really cool things in this movie that I really did enjoy, you know? I just, well, look, I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy the movie. Like I I think I stated earlier, I I don't understand how it's a Star Wars movie. You have to, did you ever see uh, J.J. Abrams' TED Talk? All right, well, he does a TED Talk on the mystery box. You know, his whole way of approaching Philby is, you know, long story short, his grandfather bought him a box from from a magic shop, and, and it was a mystery box. Basically, you don't know what's in it. He still okay. has the box. He never opened it. And he, yeah, oh, he really? likes that idea because anything could be in there. You know, so okay. he uses that in his movies. And if you watch J.J. Abrams stuff, like uh, Alias or Lost, in this movie, he's all about the mystery box. You know, he drops in these mysteries, and sometimes yeah. they pay off and sometimes they don't. So let's look at the mysteries from Force Awakens. Ray's parents, right? Who are Ray's parents? Right. Or who's Ray in general? How she's so strong? Right. Uh, Snoke, who's yeah. this guy? Where'd he come from? Why is he so powerful? Right? Right. Um, uh, what's his other thing? Captain Phasma. Why does she get the word of shiny? You know, what makes her, what makes her <laughs> special? Uh, sure. The New Order, why are they so, where'd they come from? How do they take out of a galaxy? So all these threads are dangling, right? At the end of Force Awakens. The first thing I said when someone asked me after I saw this movie what I thought about it, I said, Ryan Johnson does not give a crap about J.J. Abrams' mystery box approach because he, he mm-hmm. opened up what he did to the fans. is, And he knew. He knew for the past two years fans have been going back and forth on the Internet, making videos, making podcasts, trying to guess the answer to all of these questions. And right. basically he, opened, he ripped open every one of those boxes and said, look, you dummies, there's nothing big in this box. <laughs> you know? We're all, like Charlie, right. we're all like Charlie Brown on Halloween. We all got rocks. Okay? Right. We opened the box, yeah. and it was a big rock. Right. Okay? <laughs> Raised parents. Now, here's my thing. Yes. Kylo tells Raised parents they're nobodies. They traded you for money to get drunk. They're dead and lying in a pauper's grave on Jakku. Right. Now, my only hope is that Kylo, Kylo was only saying that he was lying to her so she'd feel alone and join him. Okay? That's that's my, my one hope. I, 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 I was thinking the same thing. I think that he was trying to be a little deceptive to kind of manipulate right. her. And, and, and also we realize we do realize that Snoke was manipulating both of them. So, I mean, anything can still happen in regards to the true history because he did that to Luke too, you know, like they didn't tell Luke that he actually had a sister. They didn't, we didn't find that out till a movie right. later because it's depends on your point of view, according to Ben Kenobi. So, 
that, I think I'm going to be happy with that. Hopefully, I mean, if they do make that change, but if it's not, then it's it's then it we're following the same beats as episode one. This kids just being born out of nowhere, right. you know, with but the, then they yeah. that's that's too easy. And it didn't really feel that that they're going that direction from the Force Awakens. It almost seems like. JJ and this particular director were writing, you know, they had the gist of the movies, but they weren't watching each other's That's what I'm movies. trying to say. Is that right? You know? No, well, look, yeah. Ryan Johnson, they had to have conferences, because I think JJ is still a producer on these things. And he is, he is, yes. I, I'm sure, you know, he, he had a particular direction he wanted to go in, but uh, look, the, the opposite I've heard about this is that, well, they, they kind of wanted... The, you, the message of the movie is that everyone has the force. The force is within everybody. That you don't have to be special to have the force. And that rage is being a nobody with this much power. That does make sense because that happens in this in this world they create this galaxy they created. You know, right? And I yes. understand that to an extent. But is this not still about the Skywalker Solo story of of the rebellion and of of saving the galaxy. Now, no, okay, no well, more. Let's go to the second. Um, let's go to the second J.J. Abrams mystery box from Force Awakens. Who's Supreme Leader Snoke? How did this guy come from nowhere with all of these powers, gather all of these forces? How did he seduce Ben Solo? Well, guess what? Guess what? Ryan right. Johnson told us it doesn't matter. What? It- <laughs> Why build him up in the in the same movie? In this movie, he's got these awesome powers. He's throwing hucks around from light years away, right? Right. Then he's just pushing Kylo Ren back like he's no big deal. Then when right. Ray goes for his lightsaber, her lightsaber, he makes a U-turn, whack her in the head, and takes it back from her. Okay. So do you th- oh, wait, do you think finish. that let maybe? No, no. I'm sorry. So all this is okay, happening. Go. He he creates a bridge between Kylo and and Ray, where they can see each other and speak to each other through the Force. He's waiting for Kylo to kill her, con- pontificating about how I know every thought he has. He's going to light the lightsaber. He's going to kill his enemy. He doesn't know what Kylo's doing with his other hand. So he gets taken out like a punk. That, <laughs> this guy, Supreme Leader Snoke, gets taken out like a punk? Stop it. Right. Ryan Johnson <laughs> hates J.J. Abrams' mystery box. It's the only thing I can think of to explain any of this. Well, hold on a second. Well, we do know J.J. is going to direct Yeah, I can't wait to see how they yeah. retcon all this. Okay, so maybe this is actually done by design. <laughs> the, whole movie, the whole movie is about, you know, the whole revelation is when, when Luke is talking to Yoda. And he's saying, you know, the greatest thing to learning is when you're failing. And it seems like they're trying to paint this big, disgusting picture of just complete failure. Oh, yeah, well, he's a complete failure. You know, because of that one mistake, he's a complete failure. It's ridiculous. But would you be happy if, if, you know, two years from now and, you know, episode nine comes out and... Now they're showing, okay, these are the mistakes we made in episode two. Here are the corrections. Would you, would you be happy with that? What do you mean, like, oh, like the mistakes were made on purpose in order to start show right. the corrections? Uh, yes. 
that's a feeling that I was getting on my second viewing in regards to what is the big picture, you know? This whole movie was a bunch of failures. I mean, everyone everyone was failing so, left and right. You know, the, the whole point of Ray getting Luke Skywalker, it failed. She did not bring him back. She didn't train she didn't. her. Nothing happened. Right, he did not train her. Nothing. Nothing happened. You know, um, uh, Finn and Rose, their whole journey was a failure. What, what Poe was doing to have a mutiny, failure. I think it was almost, there were so many failures. It, mean, it almost seems like, Okay, this was done on purpose. We need to show how how down the second movie's got to be, just like how Empire had to end, that everything was on a, on a down note, so there can be some sort of resolution in the third movie. It just does that make yeah. sense? It just seemed that it was almost too overbearing of how just how but bad everything was. Everyone now. just seemed like they didn't All have. Right, a and that's fine. If, if you're saying if you're saying the message of the film is they made every mistake. And this is the consequence of their mistakes. And episode two, three is going to show how to learn from it and prevail. All right. Yeah. If that's what they do, that's my take on fine. it. Fine, but that means this next one's got to be a heck of a movie. <laughs> it was too no, much. No. But if that's true, the, here's the, this movie was too here's much. Here's the difference, Alan. Nobody walked out of Empire mad that Han Solo got caught and frozen. Nobody walked out of Empire mad that Luke decided to confront baby before he should have and lost. Do you know what I'm saying? They failed. Yeah, they, yeah. Didn't, they didn't fail because they made stupid decisions. They failed because the Empire was that much stronger than them. So there's a big right. difference there. There's a difference between yeah. Luke failing to listen to Yoda because of youth, youth, youthful exuberance and getting his ass kicked. Right? And Luke... Yes making a mistake with his nephew and running away and hiding for 30 years and cutting himself off from the force. There's a big end and refusing when he's got someone in front of him that's willing to learn again, refusing to help that person. There's a big right. difference because these, the failures in this movie are decisions that they made, poor decisions that they made. They were selfish decisions. Why do you think... Well, sure. I think the best moment yeah. of this movie is when R2 turns on his hollow projector and reminds Luke why yeah. this started in the first place. Yeah. And I think, I guess in a way he did get the message because he eventually intercedes. But in the whole, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he decides to start training Ray after that particular message. You know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because to me this, this movie seemed like it was... Again, I said it before, Disney-fied, you know, Disney-fied, whatever. It seemed like there's some points where there was a particular storyline, and it, it just feels so disjointed. There's so many parts of this movie where things seem to make sense, and then things just doesn't make right. sense. You know, like the whole thing with that, that scene with, with Luke and R2. It, it seemed like there should have been something more to that, but there wasn't. You know, I just I felt like I just kept barely getting teased throughout this whole movie of of good things to happen but things were purposely not letting that happen and that's that was the whole bummer oh, you know what I, was, I forgot one of jj's other mystery boxes the okay. final moment of last of of force awakens ray is giving his her saber his saber back to luke skywalker right right yes and we're all like oh my god luke's getting his hair right. back what is this reunion gonna be like it was nothing. It was right. garbage. He tossed it away. 
And that's what Ryan Johnson did, basically. He told the fans, he goes, forget the Force Awakens. Throw it behind you. All that crap, all those questions, just walk away from it. It needs nothing. He tossed them out. This is the movie yes. you're going to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that one hurt. <laughs> no, no, like what, I how said, how, how the how last movie ended that... The lightsaber. Oh, no, I was I didn't really laugh. upset. I didn't like laugh I said, like it was funny. At, at the, it was supposed to be funny. At the end... <laughs> it was supposed to be a joke. Like, it was to go, ha ha, he tossed the lightsaber. Right. It was very... It, it, it ruined the moment of the ending of The Absolutely. Force Awakens. That was supposed to be a dramatic connection of whatever Luke sees in this person... And he just tosses a lightsaber again. This is this is what was, this is my problem the first time around, is that I was expecting more out of out of these characters. There was a really, I mean, the Force Awakens was just one big buildup to Luke Skywalker. It was it was a two hour buildup, and this is this the payoff was terrible. He was more he, he was, was a more of a whiny kid in most of this movie than he was in the first movie. Uh, right? Yeah. Oh no, that's that's a good point. Yeah. It 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 it, it, it was, that part was pretty upsetting, but again, you know, did they write this movie for the kidding me, or did they write this movie for the? Did, you, did your daughter see it yet? The next generation, she and... did. Okay, so <laughs> so uh, you know, I went with the family uh, this morning, and we all walked away with three different um, uh, perspectives on it. My daughter actually did like it. She actually. Gave it a, a, a rating higher than I thought she would because she's usually very critical. And she gave it an eight. I said, oh, wow, okay, that's that's good. And then my wife said it was extremely boring. <laughs> you know, I was like, wow. And I said, I think he fell asleep again. And in my second time around, again, I I accepted that this movie wasn't written for the kid in me. But it's for the adult. And I actually did like it better the second time around. But it just, you know, but all the all the things I didn't like the first time. It was just reinforced a second time around. Kind of like, what, what were they doing? What was the whole purpose of this? I was trying to look deeper into the movie where the first time I was just sitting there just soaking it all in, you know. And the, I, the second time around, I was less, less upset but still not satisfied at the same time. There were just too many questions. I, I couldn't understand why the things – why were they doing the things right. that they were doing? Again, there are a lot of great things in this movie. I don't want to totally kiss this, kick this movie in the dirt. There are a lot of cool things in it, but they're just cool right. things. There's, there aren't any cool story things. I'm not going to look back at this movie and think about particular storylines. I'm just going to think about particular scenes, mm -hmm. and that's it. I can't go anything beyond that. Thing that some things just didn't make any sense. When um, Finn and Rose go to that gambling place, I'm thinking – Oh wow! This is okay. So this is like kind of like Bespin, you know. And they're looking for the the master hacker, and then someone's going to betray him. And I'm thinking, okay, well, this is Lando, you know. How cool would that have been if it was Lando that as the master out, hacker, who's the master? <laughs> yeah. No, that would have been. It would cool, be real good. Yeah, you know? but well, that's another yeah, story. But element. it's so. Oh no. <laughs> so they go. go. Let it out, so, man. This is therapeutic. Uh, there's only one person in the galaxy. Blah blah blah. Right. All right, let's go find right. him. Oh, we found him, but we got arrested before we could talk to him. But hey, <laughs> lucky us, we, they put us in the same cells. The guy can do the same thing. Oh, right. okay, that makes sense. Sure, why not? And how many times can BB-8 <laughs> save the day? I mean, right. talk about a plot device. It's ridiculous. <laughs> he, how did Poe know to go to call, what's her name, Maz? Uh, maybe I don't, Finn? I thought they didn't. Finn knew her. 
Oh, through Finn. 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 Yeah. Okay. But, you know, if BB-8 can drive uh, ATSTs, then maybe they should put them in X-Wings and save pilots. Oh, they are. In that, they already <laughs> are in X-Wings, actually. But I'm just... Yes. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Steals a ship, breaks them out of jail, saves them with the ATST. Right. What else did BB-8 do? Oh, and then is the reason they got caught because the the the, the Imperial droid didn't recognize BB-8, so knocked them out. I mean, come on. Right. Yeah. Fucking BB. I like BB-8 too, but you know. Anyway. So yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, then we okay. killed Del Toro. Oh, you know, at one point I thought it was Brad Pitt for oh a second. God, you're so funny. Now, are they going to redeem him in three? Is he going to come back in three and redeem them? Or is his message like, there are no good guys, there are no bad guys. Don't pick a side, you know? Well, was that his whole message? Well, that's the feeling that I got. The feeling I got is that he's going to be the Lando role in the next movie where he's going to turn. Because, you know, he didn't really do anything Yes, bad. he did. He, he, I mean, he's the... What he's he the reason he broke in. Just he's like the re- what, he, what? he gave the empire. He told the empire that the uh, the transport ships were. Oh, well, yeah, they right. you know they started playing. Uh, they started picking them off. Yeah, everyone in the yeah, rebel depths are he, because of him. But he never said he was part of the uh, of the the resistance. He did exactly what they hired him to do: was to sneak in, break in, and he says, "Okay, I'm done. Go ahead and and deactivate whatever." He did exactly what he was supposed to do. No, That's why. But I, he's I still responsible for the rebels getting killed. But what does he care? He never said he was no, on anyone's care. side. He cares. I'm just saying, is can you come back from that? Can he redeem himself? Oh, you're I talking Lando. You're like he's the Lando character. No. Lando, Lando and Lando had pure. Lando had better motivation than, for betraying him than he did. did. That's true. Yeah, Lando was trying to exactly. save his people. Get the heck out of here with the Lando yeah. comparison. No, he. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that he's not Lando. I'm just—I have a feeling the next movie they may kind of lean towards that. Whatever. I don't. Whatever. I, I, but I'm saying he can't. It's kind of like when people are like, "Oh, they're going to turn Kylo to the good side." I'm like, you can't kill Han Solo and come back from that. You can't. Right. You can't. You can't. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. Who knows? But there is light in him. Whatever. I don't know if I care anymore. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, side note: Does Disney own Jurassic Park too? Is that a is that a Disney thing? I don't think so. It's not because man, there's some parts of this movie that felt very Jurassic. But who knows? Because it might be. Uh, well, the movie was made already, but um, you know that big deal Disney just made with uh, was it Fox? Fox. Yeah, I don't know. Universal. I don't know how that works, but I don't know. But did you did you get a feeling of a little Jurassic Park um, in that casino scene? Because some even even I think the the theme the music part sounded very Jurassic. Well, it was John Williams? I thought, too. I thought the uh, uh, I thought the the theme the music being played in the casino I thought was reminiscent of the Moss Eisley one of the Cantina songs. Yeah. yeah, it started off like that also, and then I also heard some some sound effects of like the pod racers. Did you catch that? Catch that oh, too? Oh well, let me tell you, I didn't catch that. But when they when they started watching the the horses or whatever race, I was like, if this yeah. turns into a twenty minute horse race, thing, I'm gonna go nuts. <laughs> All right, there we go. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, we went totally all over the place, but yeah, we're kind of about the point of um, Ray, Kylo, 
and Snoke's. That was probably one of the, like I said, if I'm thinking of good scenes, that's probably like one of the better scenes in the movie. Yes, I think it was, I, and it was good. It was just dramatic. It was, you know, I was concerned. I was, uh, you know, but, you know, how we got there. Um, do you want to talk about that? You want to talk about Luke and Ray for a little bit first? Mother oh, yeah, planet. I can go back to Luke and Ray. Yeah, we, we did, yeah. yeah, we did kind of skip over that. Uh, right, Luke so, and Ray. So Ray follows Luke around for like a day because he's refusing the trainer. Uh, fine, right. I accept that. He's he's gonna be a nudge about it. Um, we see the X-wing in the water. Um, right. That's another thing. I kept thinking them at some time in the movie we're gonna see Luke, you know, flying down in his X-wing fighter saving yeah. the day. Yeah. And we didn't get that. I thought. Oh. Well, I thought at the end when when the when the Falcon uh, saved. Yeah. I, right. thought, I thought it'd be the Falcon and, and Luke. Um, yeah. Oh, how amazing would that have incredible. been? Um, yeah, but, but that would have been too good. Um, anyway, so so he's on the planet. It's the the tree of whatever it has. I know in in the in the books and stuff, it has the tree means something to the Jedi, and um, the books are in there. Did you now? Luke read the books, right? And you know, even Yoda says, you know, whatever. They're not page turners. Does that mean they're not important? Uh, you know, Yoda burns down the tree, but we know he knows that the books aren't in there. But Luke doesn't know that. Um, Wait, say it again? What? When Yoda burns down the tree with the lightning? Yeah. Well, Luke went to burn it down with the books in there. Luke doesn't know. Oh, he doesn't know that Ray took the books. Him. But, you, you know, I would assume okay, that Yoda gotcha. knew. Which makes it not. Oh, not big I a guess. deal. You know what I mean? That the tree burned down. Right. Um, you think that's why Yoda did it before Luke got there, before he gave a chance yeah, for Luke maybe. to do it? Maybe. Yeah, but okay. uh, you know, actually, I went too far ahead. So Luke's watching. Uh, what's her name? Ray trained with her staff. First of all, right. Again, she hasn't been trained a day in her life on how to use the Force or how to swing a saber. Yet she's got these bad skills. Okay. Right. Look, even Anakin, as powerful as he was, needs to be trained. You know? Right. Like, yeah. She's grown up and, like, she don't need nothing. She didn't get any training. She got one yeah, lesson. That we saw, you know? Yeah. I mean... Sure. I, I don't know, like, Luke was fearful of her, but I, I don't... I mean, the whole... You're not supposed to be fearful as a Jedi. I don't... I don't know. I don't understand his motivation. I'd like to sit down with Ryan Johnson and be like, please explain this to me. Make me love <laughs> Star Wars again. Wait, you know what? I Who? Well, Ryan Johnson was the director. Who actually? Oh, he, he, he uh, yeah, you got to ask him. You know, I have a feeling that I, I think the person you, you, you probably want to ask is J.J. Did J.J. write The, the Force Awakens? Um, I don't know that he's that much of a writer as a just a director, director. Oh, yeah, check that. But yeah, um, so what? I mean, what did you what What did you think of the Luke Ray dynamic? The Luke Ray, uh, it, again, it, it was something that was just disappointing. Written by Kasdan, so Kasdan really did he write Empire? He did. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I, 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 that's the person I, I would probably want to see what his vision was in. Re- oh, and yeah, JJ they got three people. They got three people. Kasdan, JJ, and and Michael Arnon. Um, 
I would probably want to know what their vision was in regards to who whose raised parents were supposed to be. Well, we still might see you know? that because I don't know. I don't know if he's writing a. Is he writing episode nine, or is it written already? Uh, oh, uh, and I I don't know. I, I read pre-production starts next year. I think. Well, it's got to start soon. Better keep the. Uh, yeah, keep up with the pace. Yeah, but I mean, it's yeah. written already. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it, it just seemed very hard to character. The, the vision I had of Luke is not who I thought he was. I was expecting to see in this movie. He just, you know, a little whine and and. Uh, I think I wanted more. I wanted more. I think I just again there was just too many too many questions from the first movie that I want to answer in the second movie. And the only one I got out of Luke was what made Kylo go bad. What well, didn't really make him go bad. He was going bad already. Is what happened. Luke was just trying to stop. Well, the, yeah, the, I'm, yeah. Worse. Well, he got he got the story three different times. He got it the time Luke told yeah. Ray, in which if if you remember. If you remember, when Luke tells Ray, Luke doesn't have the saber in his hand. Okay, says, yeah, yes, uh, right. He, he says he just felt it, and Kylo wakes up and attacks him with the saber, and he blocks it and then brings the wall down on him, right? Then, then when yeah. Kylo Ren tells the story, Luke's, you know, you can tell his face is like, he's like really evil looking, and he's got the saber above his head, and he's about to kill him. Yeah. He blocks it, brings the wall down. And then the third time... Who tells it the third time? Snoke. I mean, not Snoke. Uh, Kylo does. Kylo tells it twice. He's, he's explained to he's he's explained to Ray what really happened. Oh no 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 no. no no Luke did Luke, Luke did right did all right because she's like did yeah you his really... his point of view oh because that's when she attacked him like telling yeah. you, like did you really run or something like that right and uh, he explained that he saw the darkness and he he saw he was already too far gone and Snoke had blackened his heart I think he said um, yeah but that's the thing how does the power like Snoke arise and no one knows uh, you know that's, that's it's probably a book I have to buy um, <laughs> it's, it could be a comic book series that they want you to yeah. turn into or something so um, where were we going with that oh yeah so Kylo Ren and, yeah and, and Luke tells right this isn't going to end the way you want it to. And that's the thing, too. Yeah. Luke succeeded in turning Vader. Luke right. didn't even try to turn Ben. He tells Leia, I can't save him. Yeah. So this is the man that saved Darth, saved Darth Vader. Think about that. Yeah, but th that's Luke's father. Right. But he's saying... You know, Ray well, apparently has no connection to Kylo. That, but no, but even Luke said to Leia, I can't save you at the end. Oh, okay, He's like, yeah. I can't save him. And she goes, so if Luke's saying, I can't save Ben, again, the guy that saved Anakin Skywalker, that turned Darth right. Vader, uh -huh. then there's no way he can be saved. I mean, if he saved the next movie, I'm going to call BS. Why? Because who's going to save him, Ray? Ray doesn't even know. But Luke has no connection to. Yeah, well, you mean being his uncle? I mean, Ray has no connection to. That's Tyler. what I'm saying. Ray, who's gonna yeah. save him? If he if he Ray. turns. Ray, how? How? His brother and sister. That's how. <laughs> <laughs> Dubbies. They're not. <laughs> I know. 
But <laughs> but I'm saying, and, and Leia even says, "My son died, or my son's gone." I know that. Yeah. So they all admit, put a put a saber through this guy, will you? Right. This whiny pain in the would, butt. He's would, a pain in the butt too. Would, would, would you would have felt more justified if it wasn't oh, Skywalker clan? All we do is whine. All the men. All we do is whine. <laughs> If it if it wasn't a, a a forced projection of Luke, but Luke himself facing um, Kylo, would that have been better for you? Yes, and I'll tell you why. Okay. First, I want to say this: Do you know this is the first Star Wars movie ever that doesn't have a lightsaber duel? What are you talking? Where, about? Who has a lightsaber duel? Ray and Kylo. Well, okay, I see what you mean. Lightsabers were used, but not against each exactly. other. Exactly, and unless you count the okay. flashback where they, you know, where they touch swords, right? But you know, you could do that in the men's room. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> are you still meant to be honest? Yes, I'm. I'm up the okay, I figured. Um, I gotcha. So, <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> no lightsaber duels. <laughs> You're so no, um. Oh, well, that, you made a point. Yeah, would I would I yeah. like it better if Luke was there in person? Yes, yeah. because why go through the trouble of faking out the audience and to think that Kylo Ren cut Luke in half, right? Right. Yeah, and then to find out, oh, he really didn't. Except for ten minutes later, instead of dying in battle against his nephew, he dies meditating on a rock. Right. What, what's the point of that? Like what? If you're going to kill him anyway, put him on that planet, let him be the badass he can be, and go out right. swinging like a champ. Exactly. And let him go out how Ben, how ben died, stalling for time, giving yeah. himself up for the sake of others. Exactly. Right? Yeah, I would have been way – I mean, of all the faults of the movie, if they gave me that at the end of the movie, I would have been very, very happy. Because, you know, of all the lightsaber battles, Empire – to me, the Empire, you know, lightsaber duel – is clearly the best for me. You know, the fight scenes, the banter between the right. two, the drama behind it. I love that. And we, you're right. We didn't get that kind of uh, lightsaber duel in this movie other than Ray, Kylo, and we have, and the uh, Emperor's yeah. Guard. How do we have Luke versus Kylo? How does that not happen? How does Master and Apprentice not fight each other? We don't even get that. Look, if they don't <sighs> say the word Sith when it comes to Snoke, but... It makes sense that Kylo Ren killed him because the master, uh, you know, with the Sith, the apprentice always has to kill the master, right? You know, yeah. It happens. We didn't even get to see that. We got that bull, right. we got that bull hooky cut him in half thing. You know? So, so we, don't see, we don't see Snoke versus Ren. We don't see Ren versus Skywalker. We don't see Rey versus Ren. Right. It's Disney. Pork versus Chewbacca was a better fight in this movie. <laughs> those things are so cute, though, aren't they? <laughs> I love those. Little I like I love when Chewie was eating that. When Chewie was eating that that fried chicken, it reminded me of like a like a little mini Big Bird, like his legs. Oh, when he was when he was eating the pork, when he was roasting yeah. it, yeah. Remind me like Big Bird. <laughs> One pork with the eyes looked like he was about to cry. Chewie was like, "Get the hell out of here." Ah. <laughs> uh... I okay. do. I gotta so, tell you, yeah. I love the pork. So I, I fell hook, line, and sinker for those damn things. Oh, you're I crazy! Love so cute. You're crazy. They they, they added nothing they're to so the movie. They're so cute. Other than 
uh, selling uh, yeah bobbleheads and stuffed animals that's what that is so yeah so <laughs> let's waste let's waste luke great performance by hamels not taking anything away from mark hamels great excellent performance uh i i there was i don't did i text you this or t- i texted someone this when they shot the lasers at him I thought he was. I thought no. he was going to pull a Kylo Ren move from the first movie and stop the bolts, oh, and, then, right. and then send them back to them and like this, you know, like help save the rebels that way. They take out all the. Uh, right. I'll, I'll call them ad ads. I don't know what the official is, but um, yeah. Wouldn't that have been awesome if all these like laser beams were just stuck in midair, and he just and he just oh, throws definitely. them back at them? Then that would have been like that. Yeah. Like that's some force power. That's, you right. know. But on the second viewing, if you watch, there are a lot of clues that tell you that he's not there um yeah he's younger he's thinner he's younger he's thinner his hair shorter um he survives the, the blast the, the, you know the, all the laser blast um yeah when he when he's facing off against kylo ren and they show kylo ren's feet and he like moves his feet you know he kicks up yeah. the red dust but then when they show luke's feet he doesn't kick up yeah. red dust oh yeah. okay i didn't it's pick stuff up like that. that okay yeah now, did you feel that this battle, uh, what they called the the crate battle? Did you? This was the Hoth battle. Yeah, right? it, it was a miracle. Yeah, I mean, they have to even have that scene where the guy tastes the 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 land. He goes, "Oh, salt." Why did that happen? You know, just no, it didn't. But they had him because it looks oh, like Hoth. it looks like snow. But up. they're trying to make it seem like it's it's salt, yeah. not snow. Well, I I think they were trying to make people understand why there was red on the bottom or something like that. I don't yeah. know what it is. But yeah, I mean, it's, look, you're attacking a rebel base. The rebel troops are in sure. transports. I mean, are not transports. Yeah. They're in uh, trenches. They, they're yeah. attacking with ADATs. I mean, yeah. Um, and then with the big battering ram, that, that seemed like Lord of the Rings. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. Which was, what, what other movie was Lord of the Rings? Oh, Justice League. <laughs> there was that. When they all fought the. Uh, <laughs> What's his name in the, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. That scene that was like with Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, I, yeah, that was Hoth, and, and the throne room was Jedi. You know, he would, you know, he would have Ray yeah. look out the window and say, Look, the rebellion as they're getting blown up. Just, yeah, like, just Jedi, like Jedi. Yeah. Um, you know, she goes for the saber from the, uh, from the, from the throne, just like Jedi. Um, right. But that was really bad ass when she grabbed Kylo's. That was sick. Tell you, it's the best. It's the best part of the movie. Yeah, that that part is really good too. Um, now the the uh, you know my assumption was how well the uh, the emperor guards were fighting. I I thought those were part of the maybe they, those guys were like the knights of Ren because wasn't the knights of Ren? Aren't there a group of right, them? Right, but they didn't mention who the knights of Ren are. And here's the thing. Um, Luke says when he awoke. The temple was burning, and um, Kylo left with some of his students and killed the rest. Right. Right. So he said he had. Yeah. A, he, I think he said he had like a dozen students. Right. About. Right. So, if you look at the flashback that Ray has when she touches the saber in Force Awakens, and they're yeah. in the rain, and Kylo is surrounded by a bunch of people. Yeah, that has to be the future. Because he didn't have when he burned down the temple, he wasn't Kylo Ren yet. He had the mask, and, and he's and he's Ooh. wearing a and he's wearing a mask in that one, and he's got the red saber. So you wouldn't think, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, that's right. Oh, not the YouTube. Guy. Well, huh? You know, maybe it's supposed to be the future, but we'll never know now because they'll probably never address it again. <laughs> um, let's see some positives in this movie. You know, with this movie, with Don Williams writing the score to this one, um, and the, I like how each each character has their theme. You know, there's a Han and Leia theme, and there's a Luke there's theme, a theme, theme, and one there's a Ray theme. Why don't other movies do that? You know, like when they have, um, you know, like Superman Returns. Why do they really? Why don't they just replicate? Because you sent me a link of uh, I think a scene on. Did you send me this one? Uh, Superman Returns, and they they kind of like laid it over with John Williams' music. It just made the movie so much better. Why is it Star Wars? Why did they get to do that, but other movies don't? I mean, why do they try and deviate from something that works? Or well, I just, I, I just think that's composer's prerogative, right? John Williams. That maybe that's like his no, style or whatever. Um, yeah. Huh. I don't know. What's it? Yeah. The score yeah, works. You got something that like I I'd like, like to see. But didn't Superman Return use a lot of John Williams stuff? Oh man, it's only like a couple of bars. Of the, I think it's, this is, we're all way right. Well, just a minute to that video so I can watch it. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, so I don't, I'm not sure about that. Why would we talk in a while? Um, yeah. So, good things about it? I mean. Wait, wait, I got yeah. one more thing. All right, this was, this, this, I picked this up in the second part. Shouldn't, shouldn't have Kylo known that wasn't the real Luke Skywalker when you popped the lightsaber? Because they broke his lightsaber oh, yeah. back on the Yeah, that's ship. another uh, that's another clue. I don't, yeah. yeah. I mean, I do, because I even said to the person I went with, I'm like, why does he have the blue lights? I don't know why I'm whispering. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why I was whispering. Like, I was in the theater, I started whispering to him. I'm like, why does he have the blue lightsaber? Um, and, yeah, it was, it was, yeah. it was, and when, when he cut Snoke in half, I, when, I whispered to my friend, I said, well, I, I guess there won't be a third movie. <laughs> I'm like, what's, what's going on here? Okay, and the last thing I wanted, I wanted to mention, at the very end of this movie, when Poe sees Ray, I think on the Falcon, he goes, hi, I'm yeah. Poe. Didn't They haven't met before? I, I thought at the end. No, because On The Force Awakens, he's the one that says, hey, you know, R2, where's the map thing? Give me yeah. the map. Right. I, Poe was there. He's the one that said it. And Ray was there, too. Yeah, well, maybe, I don't know, maybe they never officially met. That looked like they were trying to set up some kind of romantic thing there. It could be, because they, they're making it seem like Rose... I, at first, I thought Rose was going to die, but then you see yeah. her on the ship. So it looks like they're trying to develop that, maybe. Yeah, the minorities have to have to date each other. I get it. I see how <laughs> Hollywood works. <laughs> <laughs> Why the black man always got a good lineage, lady? <laughs> oh my goodness! So yeah, all right. That was that was the only thing I had. Well, there's a lot more, but that's all I want to go over. Is that little thing? Okay. Anyway, yeah, good things. Tell me some. Let's 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 go out on a positive note. Good things. Good things about what? This oh, movie. <laughs> um. Huh. Uh, well, <laughs> the throne room scene. Yeah. Um, I, look, all right, Luke, maybe I don't like the characterization of him, but Mark Hamill did a fantastic job with him this time around. Um, he always does, actually. It, not, yeah, I, I, I like Mark. 
I like Mark Hamill. I like I like Daisy Ridley a lot. She she really embraces this role. Yes, I think I think she know? did a fantastic job as Ray. Yeah. Ray, look, Ray's like the only new character they really are flushing out, and really, yeah, there's not we and we don't know a lot about her either. So, sure. Yeah. And Poe, I don't I don't know. He's such a dick. This movie. I'm keeping yeah. it with him. <laughs> and I and I kind of like Kylo just a little bit more too. I mean, he still seems like a whiny guy. He still seems like a guy that just can't win. I'm telling still. you, yeah, I'm not sympathetic toward him. Yeah. Um, and I don't see him. He doesn't scare me though. Vader scared me, right? You know, there's nothing menacing about him other than his attitude, right? Other than his short temper. Yeah, I mean, Vader scared me, but you know, again, we're not the target audience, I guess, to be scared. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. So that's it. Just, just the 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 Snoke's. Ray and Kylo scene. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Well, I, I like the Porgs. Oh. <laughs> uh, the ending was pretty good too because it gave you a good, um, you know, the ending. The ending they set up with that little kid sweeping, and he's got the Force and the the Rebel yeah. Ring. I have a feeling it's going to. Um, yeah. I have a feeling the next one is going to take a jump. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like it maybe, has to. Maybe a 10-year jump, you know? Oh, what, you mean a little kid's going to... No, I don't think they're going to that well, I don't know. Well, I think it's going to be a few years. I think they're going to they're gonna give... Um, I think you'll see the ghost... What's his name? Not Han. Oh, Luke? Yeah, Ghost Luke is going to be training um, Ray. Ray. And then... Um, Maybe maybe there'll be a little academy, or maybe she'll train other people. Yeah, I'm I'm really hoping to think that this whole movie is all about failures, and the next movie is going to be all the resolutions that we've been looking for. Because they they have said, I think I think Daisy really say that she's not going beyond this next movie, so it's it's just going to go. I think that's what they're trying to build, in a in a sense that. There are other Jedi's other than the Skywalker family, and that's why they're trying to introduce to say that you don't have to be part of it. Like anyone can be a Jedi if you just try hard. Oh, enough. great! You know, you're right. I think that's kind. Of, oh that's my god! That oh I my god! It's that's Jedi. Good. It's Jedi participation award time. Oh no! <laughs> if you show up, you get a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, th- that, that's that's a feeling I was getting in, re- in 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 regards to that. That it's just not particular people it could be anybody Ugh. you know god so can we at least check yeah. metachlorians can we do something <laughs> <laughs> can there be something so i am anxious for the next movie but i'm curious to see where the, they go with it to be honest with you yeah so if they do do that if they do make that third movie the big resolution that that the second episode was more of the failures then i can look at the episodes you know eight and nine as like one big movie versus Eight as a standalone kind of thing because as a standalone movie, it's pretty. Let rough. me ask you this. It's Let pretty me ask you this. Okay. When yeah. you're bored and it's raining, you got nothing to do, and you feel like watching a Star Wars movie, what movie do you put in? Well, it's not that one. No, I'm asking you, which movie out of all the Star Wars movies do you put in? Uh, I enjoy Empire. There you go. Probably. It's always yeah. going to be Empire, right? Yeah. Me too. That's a movie you can yeah. watch just because. I don't know yeah. if I'm just watching the Last Jedi just because. I'll do it a marathon. Sure. 
Um, you're right, this third movie. But don't you think, should the second movie put this much pressure on the third movie? Well, should, should know, the second movie, how much you enjoy, be dependent on whether or not three helps fix it, fix the second movie? No, it shouldn't because Empire was a second movie and it was it was fine on its own. You know, you didn't need that third movie to you can enjoy that Empire on its own. You know, you didn't need Jedi. Well, you do need Jedi, but you didn't have to look for it. Unlike this one, I I, I need I need this next movie now. I need I need my answers. I need him. I need him. I need him. Because we didn't get anything. There was, I mean, the big reveal in this movie, the big, big reveal is that Ray doesn't have parents. That's it. That's the big thing in this movie. That's it. Right. That her parents are nobodies. So or the parents are nobodies, exactly. Yeah, that's that they weren't special, you know. So. Yeah, Snoke was a punk. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we, we need to know those things. Uh, but no, it's not something. So, okay, if you had a rank. Right, we did this in our if you, you listen to you people podcast ranks. show. No, I do. It's fun. Okay, okay. so we got uh so if you want to compare ooh, man, eight episodes is a lot to, to enumerate. Did this fall in your top eight? Yes. Well there's eight. <laughs> top half. Okay, no, okay, let's put uh, okay. We 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 already know our feelings about this movie. How does this compare to episodes one, two, and three? Um, it's better. Better than it's one, better two, and three. three. I mean, the, the one, one, two, and three are just so poorly written, so very okay. poorly written, and in in story and plot and dialogue, it's just. We just spent a whole hour of how this movie was just poorly written. Um. Yes, but the dialogue at least wasn't hard and coarse and getting everywhere. Like, <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I almost put this as, as the worst. Or kiss me like you did on that night on Naboo. Stop. You know, I, I, again, I have to go back. As as bad as those episodes one, two, and three, Lucas did try to make something different. I mean, this was, again, it's like I, I give The Force Awakens a pass. We talked about that before. I do not give them a pass this time around. I just don't. There's no reason for them to touch on those beats of episodes four or five. There's no reason to anymore. You know, they already got the target audience. They got us reeled in. We're waiting for the story to move forward. We did not move forward. I mean, we did not. You, I mean, you could have easily skipped this movie. Let's do that. Let's skip this movie. We go from The Force Awakens to episode nine. I bet you it works just fine. Oh, I'm sure. I don't even know episode nine. I'm sure. Yeah, you, this movie look, did not you move. You can cut Finn out of this movie altogether and you're fine. You yeah, know? yeah. These these guys had really had nothing to yeah. do. So, where's it rank? Are you putting one of the prequels before this one? Yeah, this one? I have to. I have to only well, only for the sake of what's the ranking? It's the worst. It's the worst one for me. This is the worst. This is worse than Phantom Menace. It is worse than Phantom Menace. I was yes. Go watch Phantom Menace yes. again, and if you make it through it, that's fine. I'm afraid. Nope, there you go. <laughs> Look, I'm going to see this again. I have movie pass. Um, <laughs> I am not seeing this again, and I do have music. My niece might want to go see it. I'll take her to it. I might go see it when I'm bored. But oh, you're insane. I don't hate it. You're insane. I don't hate it. This is, this is you saying you're going to the dentist every week. Why would you do that to yourself? No, I don't. No, don't I do didn't, that to I yourself. I find that. Here's the thing. you got to be kidding I mean, me. You just spent the last hour ripping this yes, movie. Yes, I have problems with it. Okay. <laughs> Hey, hey! I, I saw Crystal Skull in the movie three times. I what the? Too. 
Yeah, I know. Christmas is a lot. All right. So then you wouldn't say what I'm saying. Really? I really? <laughs> Yeah. Did you walk? I was, I, I was waiting for it to get better. <laughs> you are. Like maybe. <laughs> You're so hilarious. All right. So we both have yeah. issues. Um, yeah. Okay. The thing is this. No, it's, it's, it's my lowest I, movie. Right now, as of right now, it's my lowest ranking. Here's movie. the thing. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a good movie in the sense that it's, it's it's serviceable. I can watch it. Yes, I have problems with it, but not, how can you say it's a good movie? We both decided that there was only one good scene in the whole movie in two hours. The best scene scene was maybe you know, this ten. This is the minutes. longest Star Wars movie ever, right? How long two was it? Two and a half. Okay, in two and a half hours, the best part of this movie was ten minutes. The best part. Right, but the, when I, I'm changing my grade, uh, it's lower. But, but when I watched the prequels. <laughs> I'm groaning through those movies. They're so, like, the scenes are so bad. At least yeah. these are past, these, the acting's good. The acting is the, better. The dialogue's yeah. better. The story moves along. You're like, you know, you right. thought it was only two hours. It's just it moved along for you. Right. But, no, yeah. you're right. The acting is better. The dialogue's better. They just could, they, I, but there was nothing. There was absolutely, again, you can completely skip this movie. Yes. And I think I'd be totally fine with it. Completely skip yeah. it. Yeah. You know, so. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Well, I've been holding this in for four hour, uh, four days, so I'm glad we finally podcast on it. <laughs> you know, the big letdown is that you had The Force Awakens and Rogue One. Those are very good films. Rogue One is fantastic. I mean, it rivals to to me even the the original episodes. I'm not saying it's the best, but it's it's up there in content and story. Right. How it moves, the pacing's great. Did you um, watch that? The Force Awakens? Did you watch that cut? I, I pointed you toward. The battle. No, I wasn't able to download oh, it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a good. Yeah, you're talking about. Uh, it was. What was a different? What was different about um, this cut again? The guy. The guy. Uh, he called it the Battle of Scarif. It's about thirty minutes long. He cuts a lot of stuff out of it. Like, uh, it's mostly about the fighting. Uh, and okay. he sent it to John Williams like music, because remember John Williams okay. had to do uh, Rogue One, um, right. and music really plays a part. Like really on, on the, the 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 tense and the uh, the build up and stuff of like a, of the movie, it's really good. Sure, and if you can, you should yeah. try to get it. Um, you, Alan, not the world out there. I'm not advocating anything like that. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, well, it's funny though. If you look online, a lot of people don't like Rogue One either. So it's, it's yeah. more people. It's 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 a give and take. But I I, I enjoyed it. It was an original story. I was excited about it. This one, yeah, I was I was super excited, yeah. and it was it was a big laugh. You know, I, you know, I saw it before you, and when you were telling me you were going and you were so excited, I wanted to warn you, but I, <laughs> I was like, I can't. I gotta let him go fresh. I didn't yeah, want to warn you, but I was like, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, I wanted you to watch it, but I, I was like, I was almost like, calm down, buddy. You gotta get this point. You know, I. You, you're right. If I did watch again, my second time around, I was less emotional about it. And when I was, you know what? I, 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 I was there just for the fun of it, yeah. you know? Um, and I, maybe if I did it a third time, I could, again, take away some of the emotion. And I, maybe I, I'd like it even more. But as of right now, boy, it's, it's, it's tough to think it was even a good movie, remotely a good Well, this movie. is the first movie I've ever seen the second time where mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. that first hour, I was getting angry because it really... Like, I saw more plot holes or more 
things I didn't like about it. And that's the first time it's ever happened. Like, dude, I saw Suicide Squad twice. I saw Justice League twice. I saw yeah. Batman v Superman twice. Um, you know, I, I, I saw crap, a lot of crappy movies twice. And it didn't make me angrier the second time around. But I think it's just how much I love these movies and how much I really, I mean, I really wanted to love this movie. And, and right. the hype surrounding it made me be like, oh my God, this is going to be, because people are saying best Star Wars movie ever, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to see this thing. Yeah. I, I had plans to see it every day on my, my winter break. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I just, yeah, I think, obviously, listening to me babble the past hour, I'm very emotional about this. I take this very seriously. Or, well, sure. Yeah. Granted, we—I mean, these are the movies that we, that influenced us. We grew yeah. up with it, the toys, you know. We and we, we would never think we'd ever get these particular movies, you know. Um, with, you know, we just didn't think we'd ever see this side of the trilogy. Right. You know, this—the other end of it. We never thought we we'd get this. So it's yeah, it, it, we do take it a little more personally, and definitely more emotional about it. That's why the second time around, I, I purposely said I'm not going to be emotional. I'm just going to take it as it is. Yeah, I kind of like it a little bit better. And then look, I'll, I'll... I mean, it's not its not terrible. Yeah. And I'll get, but I'll I, get over I, it. I'll, I'm not going to want to see Ryan Johnson punch him in the face. I'm not, I'm not going go yeah. to go on a Twitter rant or start flaming people online. I'll, yeah. I'll get over it. I'll be fine. And I'll be online for the next movie. And, you know, Han Solo, I'll be, I'll be downloading the trailers and waiting online and all that other junk for, for uh, Han Solo. So... So, are you you're excited knowing that J.J. Abrams taking over the next movie? Are, does that make you happy? Yeah. It does. No, it does not. Yeah. Oh, it does no. not. No, I'm, I'm nervous. Hey, I don't know. I don't know what to expect now. I thought I knew what I was getting. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited for him. I think he did. If, if they do another freaking rehash of pulling particular beats of the of the original trilogy, yeah, I'm gonna be upset again because that's my issue with this movie. They they're they're not trying hard enough. They're not creating that new story. That's the reason why Rogan was so good. It was just an original story. It was great on that. No lightsabers, no Jedi stuff. It was just a story, Listen, and they did a, they did a good this job. This is my thing. You know, you said you said a few times these movies aren't written for us. And that, fine, that's cool. Yeah, why would it be written for forty-year-old males that make all the money? Why would they? So right. they're written for children. Is this is this movie going to mean to kids in twenty years what what Empire means to us? I don't think so. I, uh, hey, my daughter gave it an eight. She gave it a high grade. She does not do yeah, that. But, but she yeah, used... but wait, wait ten years when you know where she puts it. Is this something she's going to be watching over and over? Look. Well, you know, it's it's different. I mean, kids today, they're not into... Like, we grew up with, with the space opera. Star Wars, Star Trek. That was our generation. After that came Battlestar Galactica, Buck Rogers. I mean, that was our genre. Star Wars is not the genre it is today. It's not what people are into today. You know, it, it's only big because because of us. You know, it's, it's our generation is why Star Wars is a big deal. But it's not really a big deal to them because it's not what they're into. No, the, the kids today, this is not their genre of movies. They're into something like like Daddy's Home. I mean, that's, you know, the level of what they're, what they're growing up yeah. with, you know? I was just going to say, yeah. All right. Well, we're going to do this podcast for another 20 years, so we'll ask my daughter sure. Sure. In, 20, in 20 years. 
Yeah. Hopefully I'll be better by then. <laughs> I'll be off my antibiotics. All right. Was it was was this uh therapeutic for you? Yes, thank you. Did you get did you get a <laughs> You know, we need to do uh uh the the last Jedi like maybe weeks later yeah. after the emotion has spilled away and, and see how you perceive this movie. Yeah, again. it's funny. You know, we, we were, when we were talking about doing this, this episode, we, I jokingly said we're going to need two podcasts and it yeah. looks like we need three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that's all I want to say. For today. Yeah, really? Right. All right, then. Well, that was fun. I, I'm glad we got over system. I've been dying to talk to you about this, record this one. And again, you and I both rewatched it this morning specifically for the podcast. Yes. So it, it was it was neat to to look at it from that point of view. It was, and, and, and for the fans, I'm glad I, we got it out of our system. And uh, I'm gl- I'm yeah. glad I'm not the only one that walked out being like, "What?" <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, you know. And then I I did bump into a couple of friends and coworkers over the weekend that did see the movie, and you know they're not their feelings are pretty identical to ours. I haven't seen anyone yet or that I met right. that said, "Oh man, best movie ever." You know, they, they were they were kind of jaded. You know, um, they were one of them was said, was said like said was worse than Suicide Squad. Wow! Like wow, well, that's you know it's funny. That's my friend, my friend Pete, um, he said it's his favorite Star Wars movie. And really? Yeah. Uh, okay. So I'll be I'll be All right. that's uh, that's Pete from uh, from Enter the Nerd Zone. So I'll be interested to uh, hear what they have to say about the movie. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Then we needed a, a debate show. Well, I like to see Pete convince me that this was the best Star Wars movie. Well, let's still see what they say on their show before we do that. Okay, we can uh, do that. Okay. All right. All right, man. Well, good talk. All right. Till next time. Martha. <laughs> Peace. Star Wars, talking about Star Wars, nerd in me loves Star Wars, so let's begin.